mister? Oi, mister. <laughs> you mean safari, mate. We got a wild one for you. We go all the way to the, of South Africa to talk about things and animals and such. <laughs> From the Cape of Good Hope, we're reporting live on this episode of Sloppy Seconds. We have the amazing Crystal, Crystal! on the show with us today. We talk about <laughs> Call Me Mother. We talk about their time on Drag Race UK season one. We talk about circus acts. That's right. So oh, grab your Spanish. Grab your Spanish webs. It's time for shows. M. Oh. M. Mom. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Our number is 213-536-9180. That sounded good. Wait a fucking minute. Are you ready for some sloppy seconds? You stupid little fucks, you nuts little fucks, you dirty little fucks. Welcome to sloppy seconds with Big Dipper and Meepaw and Meepaw, and that's Big Dipper. Tell me about the look. <laughs> Mama, I, okay, when I tell you, <laughs> I have created storylines in my head before, but nothing. Your entire life this, you have. It's <laughs> extreme. <laughs> I could have sworn our guest was originally from South Africa. So you decided. <laughs> so you... I dressed up like I was going on a safari because I was going to get to the bottom of this and figure out, you know, we we're going to hunt for some answers to questions in this interview. Slay. I get here and I find out that our guest, um, have you ever been to South Africa? No. Not even visited. <laughs> Not even for a quick trip. Not no, I, I've, I've been to the jungle. Our guest isn't from South Africa. <laughs> But you look hunting. <laughs> you look hunting. hunting. Okay, amazing. Well, please get ready for this amazing episode from season one of Drag Race UK and one of the mothers from Call Me Mother. It's Crystal! Hi, straight out of the bush. <laughs> South Africa. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Crystal, welcome. You look stunning. <laughs> All the Thank way. you. It's a long time. All you. the way from the UK you know, via Canada. South Africa is one of the few white places that, you know, whitish that I'm not from. As a Canadian living in Britain, working in America, I feel like it's time for me to. <laughs> to connect gotta, the no, last how few many dots. passports do you have? We are the math meme. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't answer that. <laughs> mm. So, uh, how's your uh, time in LA? Yeah. Oh, it's been so nice. Uh, I love coming here. It's like I just get to spend two weeks pretending I live here, doing the gigs, going to the gay bars. Just yeah, it's it's an amazing, amazing. And you're day. on like the visiting queen circuit. Mm -hmm. the, yeah, I've done you, it. Is it the Morgan McMichael circuit, or is it? There's a, a bit of that. There's a bit of that. But I, you know, I like to pave my own way as well. Um, I've got some connections in San Diego that are separate. Uh, I'm doing Evita this Ooh, week. That's yeah. a big one. I yeah. love Evita. I actually know Ollie from back in the day and. Oh, in London, okay. yeah, when Daddy he used issues. to do from Daddy Issues days, from even before Daddy Issues days, because he moved Daddy Issues mm -hmm. to LA, and I yeah. was the door girl. Oh, cute! And for I just would, a couple months. No, I did a lot of them. It was maybe a year. I was always there, and I was in charge of the money. And so sometimes I would make up how much it was to get in and charge people more because they were rude to me. Oh my God! There's a club in London right now that's aimed mostly for queer women, and so they have a sliding scale. 
And if you're a straight man, it's a hundred dollars, hundred pounds to get in. Okay, okay. There's <laughs> That's a like show. Nikki. There's a show in in San Francisco called Reparations, hosted by Nikki Jizz, who, based on the sliding scales, mm-hmm. if you're a person of color or trans, pretty much free to get in. Uh-huh. If you're white, it could be up to thirty five dollars to get in. Amazing. I love it. We applaud. I fucking love it. I think it's so great. But anyway, what so, you been up to? What shows you doing? How showgirls? Uh, showgirls last night. Oh my god, that was so fun. That audience is. I think the best drag yes. audience in. They I love don't know. it. Yeah, they it, love it, drag. yeah, definitely the best I've ever do when I'm here. Um, they're just definitely there for to worship. How do yeah, really nice. you get a seat? a seat? You have to call in a week early, basically. Really, you can't reserve those seats the day of. They're taken up. Okay, so you have to call in super early. Should we go one time? Have you never been? Wait, have you never been? <laughs> I used to go all the time. And I've, I've been in the new really show. Cute. Girl. I've really shown good. up and gone upstairs and like, you know, like whatever. I think I did. I it's don't know. Cute. It's I, cute. I know, but I am old and I don't like to stand around and I also don't like waiting. But I'm I'm confident you could get a seat. If I called a week ahead of time. Or if you just you know, asks one of the, one of, one of the many people you would know in the cast to get you a seat. Oh, yeah, I, I was know. about to say, I don't think our names carry enough cachet over the names to get a seat. In, in, no, no, no. in my it's head, code. you're, you know, L.A. royalty. No, no let's stay in your well, head. We're downtown, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> they don't even like us I'm there. Nowhere. I'm the royalty of my couch. Okay, okay. I'll tell you what. But yeah, no, but it's a cute. It's a really cute audience. Uh-huh. You know Morgan, right? Yeah, I do know Morgan. It'll be. <laughs> I love Morgan. Um, okay, this by the time this comes out, this will have aired. But Tammy Brown was on an episode of uh-huh. a show we produce in the building called Sissy That Talk Show, Joseph Shepard mm-hmm. Talk Show. Mm-hmm. And at one point, Tammy is telling a story, like and, the RuPaul song "Sissy That Walk." Yeah, it's actually oh. a play on words. Oh, okay. So Tammy is Clever. telling a story, and she goes, "You know, one time that Frontiers magazine in L.A. they had Morgan McMichael's on the cover." And laughs as if that's a punchline. <laughs> it's one of the, and it's such like a random little, it's a non sequitur joke the way she tells it. And it isn't a joke. It's a fact uh-huh. that Morgan graced the cover of Frontiers magazine. Pull it up, one, Pull it up. Pull I'll it show up. you on the Pull break. I'll ask a question. I want is, Morgan to sell t-shirts that say that. Yeah. <laughs> I, was on, I was on the cover of the it was just so funny that Tammy thought it was a joke. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would love to get inside that brain one day. Yeah. I would too, because it makes no fucking uh-huh. sense. It must be a Muppet world in uh-huh. there. Okay, let's talk about Let's you. talk about your origins of drag. Yes. Oh, okay. So you, correct me if I'm wrong, Canadian born. Correct. Um hopped a train to the on the to the circus. Yep. Uh, and you got a circus gig in the UK, which is what brought you to the United Kingdom? No. Oh, okay. Okay. No. Uh, I moved. <laughs> no, I used to do boylesque. I said, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. So I used to do boylesque when I lived in Montreal. Okay. I was like producing like kind of alt cabaret shows. But this was before drag blew up. It was when burlesque was the ticket. Mm-hmm. Uh, moved to London, put that aside for a while. And then I just had like a bit of an itch to get some attention. So I'd been training just like in my spare time to do circus. And I thought, oh, I'm just going to put on a little show. And I did that, and I performed as a boy. And But I booked a bunch of other people, too. And uh, some of them were drag queens, and they were fucking fierce. And this was, like, very early days of Drag Race as well. And I was just, yeah, I was blown away. I wanted to try it. That's so cool. What, yeah. what sort of circus stuff were you doing? All, like, like aerial? Yeah, like aerial rope. 
Uh, they call that Spanish web? No, that's Spanish web. <laughs> we'll look that up on the break too, you dumb it, fuck. It's, um, like, so you've got like silks, which uh-huh. is maybe, I think that's Spanish web. And no, then Spanish web is Spanish okay. Web. Okay, thank you. Um, rope. It's just it's just a it's just a long rope. It is hanging from the ceiling. And you, oh my god! So it's like, like pole dancing, but on ropes. No, guess, that's pole dancing. Yeah, I guess that's more like pole dancing. Yeah. When you're up, um, <laughs> you can whip it around. I know. And yeah. They can hang off the side, so yeah. you're up there doing like the crazy. Yeah, stunts. the crazy, the crazy Spanish stuff. Web. Okay, so how old were you when you started that? Oh, like 25, 26. Oh, wow. yeah. Almost a late start. Oh yeah, I got and it. like drag. I think, well, the first show I ever did was probably I was probably twenty nine. So I don't think I started oh my drag. Gosh. Yeah, I don't think I'd Elder ever really put queen, makeup you know on I mean? my face until twenty nine thirty. And look at me now. I know. I mean, twenty seven. Yeah, I, 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 was about to say, I wouldn't even imagine <laughs> you being in your thirties yet. To be honest, oh, you're so young. You can stay. Must be all to come. <laughs> It's Must great be great for this. Great. For this uh, let's take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it? Maybe bed. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your life? If I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think like, that's just how my brain works or like this is how I see the world but those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different you, those are things you can talk about with your therapist mm-hmm. if you're thinking of starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online and designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch their anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash sloppy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We are back! And I want to talk to you about season one of Drag Race UK. I would love to. It, I, I feel like it was the most watched Drag Race UK. 
right? I think season two. Really? Uh-huh. Because, of, because I, of the pandemic. Was, yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I was going to the bar to watch it here. Yeah. Like, well, I was I think, going up and out of the way. I think season one was the biggest international franchise I agree. launch. Yeah. Because it was the, the first. first one. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, wow, uh-huh. Rue jumped the pond and did the thing and the blah, blah, blah. But season two had like this wild built-in audience because of the pandemic. And because they mm. had that whole storyline halfway through that they'd had to pause, pause. filming. Yes. Um, so that made, added a whole new element to it all, a lot of Jeopardy. That season made superstars. Like, we all did well from our yeah. season, but they exploded. I mean, it was like the minute it was over, Bimini was on Fashion Runway. Yeah, yeah. Like writing. yeah. Lawrence wrote a book oh, immediately. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, it was crazy, the level. But we talked about that, too. It's that I feel like the UK is smaller. Uh-huh. It is, right? Uh-huh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yep. like. I feel like it's a much yep. smaller place. Yep. Okay. And so it, it, there's, like, more people are watching it because there's, like, it's just there? You know what I mean? That's what you said. And that's the, what I said. She's pushing and I feel like they put their me. faces all over on, like, Coca-Cola ads. And, like, it wasn't, like, it wasn't quite like that. Like getting here. But there's definitely, I think we were very much big fish in a smaller pond compared mm. to, like, a U.S. system where... I don't know. There's so many channels even here and yeah. so much TV and everyone's been on a TV show in in the US, I feel. But like it, well, he has. Well, nearly everyone. And um I don't know, in the UK there's just like there's not as much. So, it was a big deal. Yes, it was. And like did you <laughs> did you feel the like was the was what you felt very UK based, or did you feel the sort of international wave of attention as well when that first the international happened? wave for sure? But it, yeah, I don't know. Still, something like sixty or seventy percent of my followers are in the UK. Mm. Like that's definitely where the people are that watch that show, and probably it was the same for season two as well. Um, yeah, we didn't know what it was going to be like. We had no yeah. idea because. We were like, is it going to feel like a real drag race? Right. Like walking in, you know, is it going to, is the workroom going to be the same? Is there going to, like, what's the main stage going to be like? Is it going to be a janky BBC production or is it going to be like drag race came to the UK? And we had no idea until you're standing there and you're like, oh, I think that's actually the workroom. And uh, I think this is actually going to be kind of a big deal. Yeah. I feel Oops. like. I feel <laughs> Maybe like... I should have paid a bit more attention. <laughs> 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 Watching it, there were elements on that season when I was like, this is better yes, than the absolutely. US version. Like, I... The runway, the way they built it out, it had like more flashing lights uh-huh. than the main stage had uh-huh. ever had in the US version. It really, I feel like it it sort of set a standard, like a new standard. And I heard tell whispers in the industry talk that there was also like a very different thing because of like the unions and the way things are run. They were sort of run like a tighter ship in the UK. I don't know if this is true, but mm. I've heard little whispers talking where they brought a lot of ideals back from how the production ran in the UK to the future seasons here in the US. Oh, that's Ooh, nice. That's I don't cool. I I can't compare because I've only done the one. But sure. Yeah, it would was it go was back? good. I would go back. Would you do an well, would, okay, go back. would you do an international season? I would do anything that gets me uh, money or attention. <laughs> there you go. Come on, honesty. <laughs> there it is. Iconic. And I'm not answer. sure how like happily I would do it. <laughs> But, but I'd be happy it. with the outcome, I think. <laughs> the thing is, I, I don't think I'm a person who's uh, very good at drag race. Like, I'm, I think I'm very good at drag. Yes. And, and I can do it. I can give you a fucking number and I can 
you know, do all the things that you need to to be a working drag queen. But I think drag race is, is its own specific skill set, and it definitely rewards dancing, singing, acting, Sports. and um, splits. Where does that leave me? Yeah. Beauty, <laughs> yeah. Beauty, Beauty grace, grace, humble, and on your season, hung. chest hair. That, oh, oh my no. god, Ooh. the first hairy girl. So hairy. I know it's really important. Do you feel a bit threatened having me here? You know, honestly, I don't know what to say. Maybe I'll start shaving my shoulders. It got they, you further. There was this whole thing, right, where they like painted you as this super alt <laughs> so scenario. They were like, and wow, the chest hair on her. Uh-huh. <laughs> sort of like. <laughs> Have you ever seen drag? Yeah. Like, if, did you feel like a weird, like, sort of pressure to represent an alt community? I just th- yeah, but uh, uh, no, no. <laughs> I just think it's funny, and I like calling myself the hairiest drag queen who's ever lived. Sure. Because, um, <laughs> uh, who's gonna criticize that? Who's gonna Who's gonna tell me no? No, it's it is it was so stupid. It's like the tiniest little tuft of chest hair, <laughs> and here I am, really breaking some boundaries. But uh, they were actually really receptive to it. I I went on thinking, oh my god, Michelle's gonna ask me to shave, or she's gonna be like, we've seen this now, and I, I was like, how am I gonna? How much of my identity is tied up with that? I was like, I'd probably, I guess I'd probably shave it if they needed me but to. If you shaved it, then they'd send you home because that's the curse. Mm-hmm. Every time you fix something that they yeah, ask, they send you was right home. Off tonight, uh-huh. I don't know yeah. what was missing. Was You're missing. like, it's the like, fucking oh, Max you changed you. your hair color. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go home. You know who didn't like it was Graham Norton. Really? Yeah, and I think that's quite funny because he's like a bastion of the gay community yeah. in the UK. He's always at drag shows. But I did a competition in front of him a couple years prior, and he didn't like that I wasn't tucked. And on the show, he didn't like I didn't know how to hurry chest. Well, listen, so. the drag that he likes and knows is Tina Burner. And Tina that is, you weren't living up to that at that point. You know what I mean? So, because they dated, remember? They fucked. Yeah. They had sex. Mm. Tina Burner didn't want to talk about it before. On yeah. our show. Yeah. But now you're bringing it up. Yeah, they fuck. When she's not here. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with okay, that. Okay, so let's talk about other TV. Okay. Uh, Call Me Mother. Yes. So Slay. this is um, a Canadian show mm-hmm. that airs on the on Out TV on here Out in TV. the States. Yes. And then in Canada, Out TV is a channel that you Correct. can click through on your yep. remote. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. And you're there with one of our favorites, Landon Sider. <laughs> and Peppermint. And Peppermint. Yeah. Okay. Uh I yeah, it it's a really it's a really nice show and it's a nice time. We had Landon season two, mm-hmm. which was uh, a great addition because I think it needed a bit of uh king energy mm-hmm. in there for sure. <laughs> I mean, it's basically another it's like a drag reality TV show. Yeah. Um it's, do, are any of the contestants that have been on it, do you feel like they're upset? Have they like blamed the edit or done anything after the show? No, I think that the show is very true. And it, it, they're, the production company really want to just create positive representation yes. of queer people. They're not, so about, uh, they're not about drama, fake fights. And maybe that's to the show's detriment in, in some ways. But uh, yeah, they're, it's, it's, it's a tender and loving show, yeah. which is really nice. Because the whole point is to be uplifting like a new generation of drag artists so it's nice to just bring them in and actually try and teach them things and um yeah uplift them it's really it's a it's a show with a lot of heart yeah which is why i think i like it a lot 
I yeah. watched I watched season two, so I didn't uh-huh. get to see season one, but uh-huh. I watched most of season two because Landon was on it, uh-huh. and I have a big crush on Landon. I love Landon. I know they're amazing. <laughs> so good. And it's just really interesting to see that they weren't pushing and leaning into the cattiness or trying to get the girls to fight. It was mm-hmm. very much just like, we're going to help you. We're going to figure it out. Join this team. It's almost like, what was the show with Blake Shelton and Ariana Grande? The voice. It's like the voice, but for drag. It's a yeah. That's that's the format for sure. Yeah. I don't. I've never seen an episode of The Voice, but that that kind of mentorship situation. Seen <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that. Y'all should do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You turn around and you make a decision. You, yeah, you're just hearing the music and you're like, based on the footsteps and the squeaks, I really like and my like, drag. Based performance. on song choice, you have the audacity. <laughs> I can hear they sound a bit out of breath. I'm going to not turn around. <laughs> you wouldn't get any. You wouldn't get any. Um, but that is like, there's this, you know, we're in this really sort of wild political moment uh-huh. where, like, drag is villainized in such an intense way. Or Finally. being villainized. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But at the same time, the the uh, exposure is everywhere. Like, yeah. like I, I feel like I see so many clips of international television programming, like, Queen's singing karaoke. The Vivian is ice skating. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, and Priyanka's doing entertainment chat show on mainstream television. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just queens everywhere. And so it's, you know, it's like two steps forward, one step back, or the other way around. Yeah, I think whenever there's like an explosion of something getting a lot bigger, there's always going to be a natural pushback. But, right. Uh, who knows how far they're going to take it? That's the scary thing. Yeah. This country's so fucked up. Weird. Isn't it? Yeah. I don't yeah. get it. Do you feel like every time you're here, you're like, man, I'm grateful for these other places I get to be? I guess so. But like, I mostly come to California and it's right. a bubble. So Yeah. Complete. We don't really have much to deal with here yet. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. But it's weird that like that's the same country as this one. But is it? It is. But is it? I mean, what? it doesn't feel like the same country. It feels like the middle of America has got its own fucking shit going on. Uh huh. So it doesn't really feel like their values match up to what I consider is like most of the country's values. Yeah. Which most of the country isn't attacking drag or trying to shut down story hours and stuff. Right. But there has just been a big story in the UK right now of uh, drag for babies. There was a an event aimed at mums and babies. Mm. Um, so that and it's aimed at mums. Who were bringing their children yeah. under one, and there were so, and the, the moms wanted to watch a show, and the babies were there. Yeah. But you know, all the right wing papers got their hands on it, and photos of drag queens in skimpy outfits dancing for babies, and you know, oh god, it's just it's and there's been right wing protests, there's been you know far right stuff happening in the UK too. So really, it, yeah, I, I didn't know it was that bad. I feel like yeah. I remember I I went to when I was in college, there was like a. Uh, study abroad program and so mm-hmm. I lived in London for I don't know four or five months and I remember when I was there I just I was like everything's better you know skipping around enjoying the tube going to the theater I was like this is great it, it took me a while to like the tube <laughs> it took me a while to realize that there weren't like you know, right wing political folks over there. And like, I think Brexit really sort of like amplified that for the world that it was like, oh yes, 
to Meatball's point, this tiny little place actually so has small. really like a lot of um, polarized politics. Oh, absolutely. And we've had a conservative government for something like 12, 13 years, 14 yeah. years, something like it's crazy how long they've been in power uh, and people keep voting for them. So like there's obviously a whole swathe of the country that's like not like me and not doesn't think the way I do. And but they yeah. sure don't look like you. They're well, thank God. Imagine. Gorgeous. Imagine. Gorgeous. How long did it take you take... to get confident in your makeup to say that you're gorgeous? I think I felt that way the very first time I put on like a winged liner. And that's the power of drag. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just been like slowly catching up. But the thing is, <laughs> <laughs> the skills have been catching up to the confidence. The The problem is, like I always look back at a face from a year ago and be like, "Look at that busted!" Ugly oh yeah, bitch. I'll look at a face from a week ago and uh-huh. be like, "What the fuck was my thought process that yeah. day?" Yeah, never. So good. hopefully it just continues to get better forever. But I don't know. Yeah. Eventually, aging's gonna start like uh, it's gonna fight you. Yeah, you're gonna find lines and things that you sh- that weren't there before. And there's well, nothing like, you can really got, do to your eyes. You've under got nice eye. soft boxes here. It's it's doing a lot yeah, of favors. They really blow us out here. Yeah, yeah. You ever got blown in this office? No. Good, because I'm HR. <laughs> um, I want to know a little bit about touring. Uh-huh. Because um, obviously with being a Rue girl, like you can go on these like big theater tours. I mean, what are the what how big are the tours, the venues when you're in the UK? Like when you toured with the season one cast. That was like a the big season Clapham one. Grand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we did the Clapham Grand. Uh the season Oi. No, we didn't actually. That's a lie. That's a lie. We did a bigger venue. Yeah. <laughs> oh. We did we did the Troxy. Uh oh, the Troxy's nice. I've been there. Uh, yeah, it's been, a great I've only, venue. Only done the Clapham. Yeah. Clapham Grand's great. That's okay. I love and Ali, shout out to Ali at the Clapham Grand. He's fabulous. Uh the the we did big theaters, yeah, yeah, but we only did six dates because they had no idea how big our show was going to be. Uh, so we had six sold out giant theaters, and we could have done so much more. Right, and then season two they did forty cities, forty dates. You feel a little jealous? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, like even the girl who went home first made like forty k off that tour. You know, that's why it's always good to not be on the guinea pig group. Well, I'm not. I have no complaints. I, I, I do. <laughs> I, I've done very well for myself. And yes, I'm, absolutely. You're but, here constantly. Yeah, but um, yeah, th- that was a really fun. That was a really fun tour. It's just a shame we could have done a lot more with it. And I think also the the machinery around booking drag race people and marketing them and you know agencies and management, all that stuff was like. It didn't exist before our season yeah. in the UK. And it's always changing, right? Uh-huh. But even even like immediately after my season, like I was trying to find representation and, and like, hey, I'm going to be on the show. It's going to be a big deal. And everyone's like, yeah, we'll see. You know, because no one really thought it was going to. Everyone's like, let's just wait and see how the first season goes. Like, no, come on. And like, like take, it was an international yeah, success. Yeah, make yeah. my make some money for me. So I feel like I kind of missed the boat on that way. But it, it also ended up teaching me a lot. And it meant I ended up advocating for myself for, for most of the things. Yeah. And so I just bu- I just book myself on things now. You know, it's I don't need to give someone 20% to like, to what? 20? I think there are some yeah. people who can really handle it, uh-huh. and then other people who it's like, they'll let an opportunity just float by in their inbox because they can't even 
get it together to respond. Yeah. And so sometimes you need to pay that 20% because they're going to help you make money. But if you can like respond and be coherent and book a flight, like you don't need that help. Yeah. I find it so fascinating. The amount of stories we hear about entire agencies that are built around representing nine of these like Mm -hmm. all-star queens within a year folding lawsuits like it's so wild like you think about like pageant stories and drag stories Mm -hmm. backstage you hear that it's like the managers are the wild ones yes Mm -hmm. they'll take your money Mm -hmm. and run yeah i'm not gonna come on this podcast and talk shit about people but i am glad i did not go exclusive with anyone because i can't think of any of the drag management companies that i'd be like Please have my career in your hands. Yeah, I don't trust anybody. Mm -mm. And I don't think there's a single one. I mean, this is really broad strokes, but like I haven't heard of a single one where there isn't at least one person who has a bad experience. Like, you know what I mean? You have to find people that you work well with. Obviously, many of them make millions of dollars for some of these girls. Yeah. Yeah. But But if they're making. You have to be the top priority. Exactly. And you're not going to be, especially in a cast of entirely. Drag queens, and that's the frustrating thing about being on Drag Race is that your your career is kind of limited f- forever, as long as you let it be, anyway, by your placement on a reality TV show, mm. and like, uh-huh. and that's disheartening after a while because you know I'm working more than some other people, or and other people who place worse than me are working more than me. like it, it's yeah. kind and of you're not working differently. Yeah, exactly. So I don't want to I don't want to be constantly in that like pecking order of. And so the management that I work with in the UK tend to be more diverse or like, you know, they work with reality stars or influencers or all sorts. And I'm one of maybe two drag queens on their books. Oh, that's great. So that when they get a job in and they need someone queer or fab or whatever, they're like, we've got these two drag queens for you. Yeah. And you're going to get the work. Lay. And they're like, Tia Coffee. Please come dress and like she, RuPaul and compete I on love the her weekend. So much. Oh my god, that was so She's good. on like every game she show went, in the Con. Yes, she is. Yes, she how, is. How she uh, she did Ru. She did she did that. But yeah. how yeah, why are the UK TV shows like so open to having drag queens on them versus the American ones where it's like the American drag race girls aren't on any Are they not? I mean, they are, but not in the capacity where it's like Tia Coffee is being Tia Coffee in a game show. I feel like oh, game right. shows are like more prevalent in the UK. I, so tiny. I think there's like so. There's so, so there's a, small. a bigger pool to drag for because there's I, not a lot of people there. Maybe people in the US still think it's like slightly controversial because they are trying to pander to middle America, like you mm. say, and there's like potentially a risk there. Mm. But everyone in the UK grew up with drag queens because of Panto. So everyone has seen a drag queen on their Dame TV Edna. since they were that, a child. And that, was she racist or transphobic, Dame Edna? It's one of the two. JK? Oh, could, be both. could be both, could JK be both. I don't know, could be both. Yeah, I don't know. But I think that's why. There's, and no one's no one's threatened as much. Mm. Yeah. Like there is obviously that pushback, like I was saying, there's protests and things, but for the most part, it's just a man in a dress. Let's, <laughs> let's all calm down. <laughs> well, we were talking backstage in Backstage. Backstage over in the green room. But we were talking, because not only are you, you know, doing shows and traveling, but you also have your own show in the UK, right? That you produce yeah. yes, and I host do. yourself. Uh-huh. That's, it's the same show that I started before I started drag that I was like, I'm going to make myself a platform to perform Aerial Circus. And it's still going. Spanish it's, Web. Uh, Spanish Web. Um, Hold it a second. <laughs> 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 um, 
the yeah, we've had a rebrand since then, but it's yeah, it's great. It's monthly in London. What's it called? It's called Mimi's. Mimi's, and yep. it was originally called. It was originally first. <laughs> it was originally called Mariah and Friends because it's a tribute. It, to... it was vaguely a Mariah Carey tribute show, but okay. mostly it was like a joke. And I was, and I thought we'll do this one time, <laughs> right. you know. And, and my, you and my friend, yeah, my friend had a mix CD in college called Mariah and Friends. I'm like, funny, great. <laughs> we'll just call it that. We'll do this once; it'll be fun. And then it went well, and I was like, oh, I guess we're gonna do this for a while. So we rebranded to Mimi's, which is. Now, I guess, a nod to the past, but please do not come and request any Mariah Carey because <laughs> you will not get any. You will not get any. So what's like a night at Mimi's like? Yeah. It's like a sleazy club night. Like, uh, what can I compare it to here in LA? I guess a little bit of like a Rhonda sort of vibe, okay. but more queer, definitely um, more women mm-hmm. <laughs> in the mix. So it's mm-hmm. like... Everybody from the the community is there, and then it's very performance focused. So we get amazing acrobats, fire performers, burlesque performers, and the shows will kind of happen throughout the night, and you don't really know what's going to come. It's it's chaos. I love that. that sounds a lot of drag queen go go dancers. Yeah, like we'll have like twenty people on the bill, and you just don't really know what's going to happen. And where do you do it at the Clapham Grand? I am so overdue for a trip to the UK. You come, I'll book you. I would. You don't want it. I do. I've seen you perform at Hot Dog. It blew my mind. Oh. That, well, we were both very drunk. I remember I wa- we were I also, yeah, I was was also I was also yeah, high. We yeah. Very, yeah, yeah, we were high as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I would love everything. to. I haven't I I, I it's been for it's been so long since I've been to the UK. You went just a couple years ago. Mm. I want to go and do like a big fucking tour of not like performance tour i mean i'd love to perform while i'm there but i want to do a tour of like cool shows and venues mm-hmm. and like get a sense i feel like i follow all these people who do like um really wild like male uh burlesque in these like beautiful venues mm. in the uk mm, i Some know guy named i know marshall marshall arkley and i follow him fire for performer with his all dick of his content. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but um but like he shows what if he burns like, it clips of Maybe he'll like it. the performance venues and I'm like those venues look incredible yeah well it's there's beautiful there are beautiful beautiful venues and uh, you're probably talking about uh, no air conditioning I can't remember now. the name of it and also the guy who runs it is fall. problematic the, the, so let's uh, not even shout O2, it out the O2 the O2 I've done a couple of O2. O2. <laughs> yeah it's, it's the actually, one and only it's at the O2. Millennium Dome yeah <laughs> <laughs> alright let's take a break okay And we're back. Could that be in the show? Period. Period. <laughs> so, um, obviously, circus uh, performance, drag performance. Any musical theater interest in your background? A little soft shoe. Do you know Wicked? Wh- why? Why? That's it's felt like a leading question. That. Leading? leading? Yeah, I don't know. Just that, that, know. That was like a glint theory? in your eye when you asked that. Like, well, like you knew sang, some kind of so secret. Felt, well, is there a secret? <laughs> no, there there's no, no secret. <laughs> and I was like, wait, Are fuck. you secretly gay? <laughs> <laughs> are you in the musical theater? Are you in Wicked? <laughs> are you I'm secretly Elf- Adina Menzel. Nadal <laughs> 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 Uh Just curious. Yeah, no, musicals are fine. 
That's how I feel about it. Would you do them. a panto? Would you I would do a panto. I think that'd be really fun. But like, I'm, I can't sing. If I, had, if I had to sing, I would have to give it like Garth Brooks, you know? Girth? Girth Brooks Brooks? Or Garth? Girth Brooks? I don't know Girth Brooks. Someone he was just a porn tweeted star about and now he's married and has oh, a wife and stopped that's, making that's too bad. One of the best like, hogs a, in the business. What a great name. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It deserved it. Uh huh. Well, I don't think you really have to be a singer to be in a panto, do that's you? That's true. Detox is in one right now and she can't find a note. Yeah. And then you fact, slid it to her under a door. They probably, the dame doesn't usually sing, I don't think. Sometimes they do. It's really? cute, but they'll always they get celebs in like Rachel Stevens from S Club Seven. I saw I've seen her in a panto. Like it's like that kind of uh, that kind of thing. Stunt cast, yeah, stunt yeah. cast. Wendy it's Williams quite fun. in Chicago. Very teams. that, very that. But like low budge UK version, right? Yeah, everything in the UK costumes. is a little bit more shit than the US version. You know? You think? You think? Oh yeah. I always think it's like like lower budget, classy. Okay. <laughs> My friends have a podcast which I'll shout out now called "You're Welcome America," where they're, they're um, to bleep it. No, I'm just kidding. Can you imagine? <laughs> they're from the UK. They live here, and they oh. uh, they translate British pop culture topics for America and vice versa. And their whole thing is like, whenever you think of an, a British version and the American version, the American one's always like got a little bit more budget, a little bit more glossy, a little well, bit more elevated. Little bit. There's definitely yeah. more people here uh-huh. to work on those projects <laughs> uh-huh. because we are a larger country. Yeah. Um, but I, the reason <laughs> famously, I say, but I, famously <laughs> large country. The reason I say classier is like going back to like game shows. The one clip I see of a game show that's always on the internet is like a panel show uh-huh. where the the woman is like the smartest person ever who like puts like like a fact up or like a problem uh-huh. and then it's a like comedians trying to solve it and then she oh, gives like them the scientific answer behind it do you yeah, know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah there's a few shows that i think kind and of I'm like, that could be but that's like class yeah but that's not a game show that's like a that's more of like a john stewart adjacent sort of i program. guess, well, I guess they're not really talking about pop culture what's the one where they're like they all have to go to a house and then they go to a shed, and they're given a taskmaster. Taskmaster is amazing. I like that one. Yeah. That one's good. So oh, like, she goes, I don't fucking watch TV. Like I was on it. She's like, I watched Ask me more questions about Tia Coffee. <laughs> what I think when I watch American game shows is that they're, it's really tacky how much everyone wants money. Yeah. In Britain, that's like, oh, that's quite embarrassing to like be to talk about money, to want money, to like celebrate having money. Everything's so expensive over there, though. Yeah, but you just have to like, you're. it's like, it's tacky to to talk to to be that, and America's like, yes, I'm rich. Look at my fucking big car. Oh my god! And that's very the vibe here. Uh huh. Which you know, that's kind of cute, fine. but yeah. I saw a video. Of some Capitalism's guy. only going to take us so far, though, folks. I mean, we all need to move out with buy bear in the queer commune in the woods. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's buy now. I, isn't that his? Um, isn't that his? What'd you drop? No, I'm just. I'm just aware of how much I'm sitting in a latex dress on a leather seat. And just, <laughs> oh, because you just, can't. There's a pool, like, forming <laughs> <laughs> under my... Is it hot? I'm we sure we can find arrow. a little pig to come out of the studio and slurp You're that You're gonna... Z-Machine. I'm glad this chair is wiped clean. That's all I can yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, we'll hose it down out back. <laughs> yeah, he lives on a queer commune. You know him. Mm. Mm. I saw a video of a guy freaking out in a bagel shop. Uh-huh. You know, that's what my TikTok algorithm puts in front of me. And he was like, you don't know who the fuck you're talking to. I make $300,000 a year. And then stormed out. And everyone was like. Big American energy. Yeah. It's yeah. like, what does uh-huh. that have to do with you being with a you terrible being person? you nice or mean or bumping into someone. Yeah. 
everyone would be far too embarrassed to do that in the UK. But they'll like still oppress you. They'll, <laughs> they'll just do it like you know, Quietly. with a with a like a gentle smile on their face. That's so wild. Um, can I ask you about Crystal Versace? Sure. I don't have much to say. What do you have to say? Do you know her? Are you friends with her? I'm not friends with her, no. Who's Crystal uh, Versace? Sh- <laughs> I'm not, this is not a joke. What? She won season three of Did, Drag Race UK. Didn't watch that one. So, uh, and she's, she's young. She is young and she's stunning. She's a very, very good makeup artist. She's the one with the, always the hair down uh-huh. to like and the does, floor. Yeah, I mean, it's evocative today's look a little bit. I could go for a vodka. Um, I, uh, I've met her a couple times. Uh-huh. She seems perfectly nice. I've got no friendship with her or, or particular, or particular any, knowledge. Any, yeah. Is there, is there a M-nitchy. sisterhood between the UK girls or does it feel kind of like each season has its own pockets and then, uh, yeah, there's definitely still like a group chat with our season and then, I don't know, you've kind of find the people that are like, like-minded to you, don't you? Yeah. So, yeah. There's I like, would be hanging out with Ginny Lemon. Right, Ginny's amazing. Uh, Tia, Joe Black, uh, Sister Sister. Oh yeah, Sister Sister. Yeah. yeah. Never knew how. Davina. I like vinegar a lot. Like the, I, I am I, vinegar. Those are the. <laughs> pe- oh, it's me, vinegar strokes. Those are the people that I feel like uh, have a similar sort of approach to it all, and also don't take the fame and any of the fame stuff too seriously yeah. which is I also find a bit cringe so but like I don't have a really a bad word to say about anyone I don't think you want the to? Crystal Versace <laughs> no the Crystal Versace of it all and the, like so before I got on Drag Race my name was Crystal Beth yes but um, then you changed it on I your changed own it on okay. my own accord because I thought uh, maybe I shouldn't make fun of meth addiction because that is one of the few drugs I have not had experience with and I thought you know I'm I, I don't need to punch down on the meth addicts of the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I at, would <laughs> punch up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, got me, you got me out. You got me out. You got me out. <laughs> anyway, anyway. I was waiting. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, I needed to hear it. <laughs> but at that point, Someone. there <laughs> there hadn't been a Crystal on the TV show. I was like, and Pearl got away with the single name. So yeah. I was like, I'll just be Crystal. That's yeah. fine. And then three months later, Crystal Method, like after my season right. comes out. And I'm like, oh, I, I think I maybe made a boo-boo. And then... Moments later, Crystal Versace. So now there, now there are two far more successful, in the, in terms of the franchises, when you know, having ranking. A moniker, I is think that the name, yeah, moniker, mononym, mononym, yeah, single name, yeah, monominous, <laughs> um, monomina, yeah. <laughs> no, I think that now sets you apart because you don't have that secondary name. I I feel like it would be useful. But my question is, do a lot of people think your last name is Will See You Now? Yes. Sometimes I've, I have been introduced onto, onto a stage like As that. Crystal Will See You Now. Yeah, yeah. I hate when they go, and welcome to the stage, Spicy Spiciest Meatball. Meatball. No, just Spicy Meatball. Or up next, we have Spicy. 
And I'm like, <laughs> there's more, and it's different. No, I get, uh, of course, I get the Big Dipper uh-huh. often, but I have sometimes been put on a poster as Big Dipper Jelly. Right. And I've had people say to me, oh, it's Big Dipper Jelly. Hi, how are you? And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, you got me go. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You know, I guess it's our fault for having so many names. It is. It's also, I think, having an older profile that sort yeah. of has like that was back in the day when like you didn't just put your name. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be something clever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only detox. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Raja Gemini. Well, that's has a great story. Uh yeah, Scat Queen made it for. Her. You ever fucking poop? Oh, we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Well, I did bring a scat number to California with me this time. I've been I've describe been, it. Um, do you know the song Scat Man? Yeah. Right. So picture that, but I've got poop all over my face. <laughs> and then I don't wanna. And then I go into I the audience with a jar of Nutella and I and I spread it and I it on their faces and I rub my face on their faces. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. well, I heard about this. First, oh, I think we'll Willem described you. this number in detail on the pod. Oh. The next time Maybe town, someone we'll else has done it. it. No, no it I was think you. she said it was you. She's in town right now. She may have seen you. Huh. Yeah. And then did you also do something uh, with a whip? I have previously worked with a whip. Yeah. But not this time. Oh. Because you do you, you do the body grinder. You I do, do the angle grinder. Yeah. I do. I have a Catwoman number with the whip. I learned the bull whip. Which, which. Uh, Can you do like Michelle Pfeiffer? Yeah. The yeah. Yeah. Can you fix it? When I when I first did that. No. Why didn't you tell me? I you thought you felt cunt. it. <laughs> when I first did that number, I would she set said, out little shock glasses of milk, and I would uh, whip the whip. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's real talent. You know what I what mean? What do you do? Point. Mm-hmm. I'm vi- drink mm-hmm. is so loud. Right. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. Break. <laughs> and we're back. The last fat slut I did, I had food poisoning, so I was a nightmare. And it was the first time I'd ever hosted my show not, like, drunk by the end. Uh Uh-huh. And I was complaining, and everyone was like, no, it's usually like this. You're just usually drunker and meaner, so, like, people have more fun. And I was like, oh. So I think the key for me is alcohol. Right. I get that. Uh, Yeah, I normally perform drunk. It's fun. Yeah. I but, mean, not like drunk, drunk, but just like with a, a buzz going. Oh. Well, second number, wasted. With the whip, drunk? With the grinder. Don't tell my insurance. <laughs> Believe it. Uh, but it, it's interesting here because you have to drive to the gig so often. So I mm-hmm. have actually been performing sober, and it's fun. That's fun too. Yeah. I like it. I like it. It's like, it's oh, I'm, I'm present. I'm yeah. here. And I don't feel like hell the next day. As Speaking much. of the tube. Mm hmm. Would you get home, uh, get ready at home, and then take the tube uh, to the gigs? Yeah. So, yeah. like, as Alexis Michelle would call it, Subway, Subway Fish. fish. <laughs> Subway Fish. Subway Diva. I would, never, I would never leave the house in full drag unless there was a car outside that was taking me to an event and Got then it. home again. But I would go in a face with a suitcase. 
I that's love scary a, to me. I yeah, yeah I don't like. I don't like doing it. Cap. I love that look. Yeah, that's. that's I would that's boy me. body jeans uh-huh. like a zip up hoodie, just that's very me. regular, regular. Yeah. Full bead face. Eyes down. Cap. Yeah. yeah. Oh Heavy my god! Powder, please don't look at me. Bangs. It's so funny how like you lose all your power in those scenarios, and then the second you arrive into like a, a queer space, you're like, suddenly I'm you're confident. The diva. Yeah. I'm... Does it ever take you a minute? Because like, okay, when I am downtown and I park a little bit further away from the club, I have to walk down Broadway for a while and it's just like all the stairs and everything it takes me a while to shake that off once I get in the bar mm. like I have to go to the dressing room like have a drink and be like okay whoo yeah, I know what you mean here. it depends if I've had like a bad time or if like some girls walk past him and like love your makeup and that can that can be nice. oh it's usually homeless people putting their arms around me yeah where, where I'm at yeah. downtown so how much how much you charge sweetie yeah or like you look so good arm mm. around your shoulder mm. like at least it's a to compliment shake them off yeah <laughs> well it's I also feel like they're lying because right. you know yeah that's probably they just want to suck if they just want to suck it um but yeah I think in the UK like. It's really annoying to drive anywhere or even taking oh, yeah. a taxi yeah, takes a lot right. longer than it does to just get on a bus or get on the tube. So the bus and the tube, yeah. honey. Get but I don't work as well, like I don't work that much in London. They're also on the wrong side of the road over there. Yeah. So that must right. be hard too. Mm, and it's so mm, small. It's so, so small. small. It's like how But the cars are also so small and the people. Right. Everyone's in a Mini Cooper. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you think this is the Italian job? Is that an Italian car? I thought that was a British thing. They all got the flag on the top. Yeah, it's a it's a British car, yeah. No, but the film. It's the a famous from. Let's go to our next segment. <laughs> Fuck talk! Bow, 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 bow. Wait, am I not getting a, a, a Beyonce say my name? Oop, oop. I'm so disappointed in you. Beatball. I thought you only had one name, so like, <laughs> it would have just been. I was already anticipating all the rhymes. Miss Bristol. You know what? You Has you ever what? been to Bristol? I have. Bristol. Bristol. You have ever fisted anyone? Maybe. You do have very I do have thin hands. Oh, and yeah. I bet they now, would. When you were fisting them, did you go inside and then take your hand out and then in between their butt cheeks go like this? And then put it back Which in. Which I refer to as lube maintenance because that's really what it is. Like, you know, there's always a lot of like extra lube. Yeah. And, you need I, to, and then before you. And like, you want to like pat it and tell it's going, doing a good job and like. You know, when you hit it, does it say anything <laughs> back? Is it, is it like you hit it and then it like the worm in Dune goes like, Prong. <laughs> pistol? Have you ever held a gun? Uh, no, but I once m- made a bad rhyme about pistol on Drag Race UK. Oh yeah, gristle. Close. Do you like turkey? Okay, maybe we didn't need this segment. Okay, yeah. well, we're, we're we tried. doing well. We tried. Miss Stall, uh-huh. have you been known to work in a public restroom? If you know what I mean. <laughs> Missed. Miss Stall. Like, oh, Miss Stall. Like, oh, who hasn't? Me, who I have You've never had sex in a public toilet. Sucked a dick. That's a that's little a sex bit, act. but like not to co- completion. Just more oh. of like a, a, a taste to see what it was. And then I said no. I think like sex happens where it happens. When it happens. Mm. And where it most likely is happening every Sunday is at hot dog in the bathrooms where there's a dog watching. <laughs> Blissful! Do you meditate? No. Mistletoe! You ever kiss under some plants? <laughs> like in the bushes? Yeah! 
Oh, have you been to the? Have you been cruising out here? No. Oh, a lot oh. of good cruising spots. No, yeah. but the cops are. Oh, a lot of good. Oh, well, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but the, the cops, cops are really on to it. Like now. a George Michael situation. Yes. Oh yes. Mm. Also a Canadian. No. British. <laughs> South African. South African. Actually, what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we, I, yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. need to prepare those in the future. Uh, we'll yeah. just do them off the cuff like this. Um, d- distill. Mm. Sparkling or still? <laughs> um, <laughs> wow, there's just no fun way to answer these questions. Still. <laughs> They're meant to be rapid <laughs> fire. <laughs> Um, I, I'm out. <laughs> we did it. You didn't. And that was... You're not on rhymezone.com. You can't come up with anything faster. I was trying to uh, challenge my rapper brain. Well, it's not. Mm. It's atrophied, apparently. No, you you did. You, you both did well. Thank you. I know she's lying. Turn it over here. I I can make them up on the spot. <laughs> you did all the good ones. Oh yeah, I really did. <laughs> Oh my god, I already did all these. Yep. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of words that rhyme with crystal. But that was a that was enough. It was fine. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Next okay. time, next okay. time. You know what? We'll zoom you in. Okay. Or next time you're in town, we'll plan for you to come do a fat slut. Oh, I'd love to. Ooh. No, I'd love to. Ooh. We can do record and then head over together. Okay. Back to fuck talk. Fuck talk. Fuck talk. Now you are married now. I'm married. Has that Increased or decreased your partying and sex drive? My sex drive? Uh, that's stayed pretty consistent. Uh, mm, we have a great sex life. Yeah, I don't know. We, we, went, we went a little bit open like a year ago. So that's been interesting and fun. But like, yeah, we get along. We get along really well. We get along. Uh-huh. I like that. We like to go out together sometimes as well. Like, I don't know. I don't want to. Air my yeah, husband's. You don't got to put his business out there. Yeah, but we we do well. We do well. I was just, I was trying to think though of something. Uh, you ever walk juicy. up to people together and go, "We saw you from across the bar." It's been known to happen. Yeah, <laughs> and we, we love have, your and vibe. We brought magnums. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> uh, that's for a different segment. Yeah, it'll be the that'll finale. be the, fi- the finale. Um, uh, no, but I was trying to think of a fun fuck talk story for you, and I'm gonna give you. Uh, a story from pre-marriage that I've actually never told anyone before. Exclusive! <laughs> uh, so when I lived in Montreal, I decided I was going to be uh, a camboy. <gasps> yeah. Um, which I spent one summer attempting, and it wasn't very successful. Neck Turns- down? No. Full face? Uh-huh. Full face, baby. Full face. Ooh, full face, full face. With feet. a face like that. You, you got to give it to the people. Um... Full face, full feet. <laughs> Those gams I, up on the cam. Oh, no. There's, no. <laughs> there's a queen I know in London who says that. Full fee, full face. <laughs> if, you don't, if she's not being paid, she's you're just getting a bit of glitter. Slag. Yeah. Um, oh, anyway, where was I? Oh, right. Camboy. Yeah, so I think, I, oh, this is actually kind of serious, but like, I think I derive a lot of my personal sense of self-worth from like the validation I receive from strangers. So I thought this would be like quite a fun uh, way to make some money because you're basically, people are paying to see you jerk off. So I thought that'd be quite fun. turns out it's actually really boring and it's quite a lot of work. Yeah. So I, I lost interest really fast, but I was also trying to set up my own fashion label at the time. So I was um, sewing clothes in my room, sewing t-shirts while I was on cam, like from topless 
and like waiting for someone to come into it was like those chat room situations oh. so if someone comes into your room then you just stop what you're doing and you're like hey I've been waiting <laughs> for you <laughs> I love it yeah and then I'd you're be trying, so bad at it yeah it, it was really weird but uh, <laughs> hunched over scrolling <laughs> in your phone <laughs> hey, hold on, let me finish this one TikTok. I'm not pausing it for you. Uh, yeah, so it was short-lived. I made a few hundred bucks and I was like, this is way too much work right. to make way too little money. And I think if you're a woman doing it, it's okay because you can like fake an orgasm and then just, you know, or have a real orgasm and just keep going all day. Squirt. But if someone's paying for you to come as a man, you're like, well, that's... That's kind of me done for a while now. Yeah, I can't. I'm not gonna go. It yeah, three times in a row. Yeah, so you can't like go get the next customer, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've never told anyone that I that was my sorted and previous I, past, and nothing's ever come out of it. And I kind of thought it would after Drag Race got announced, but well, when was it? Like 2008. Unless people were like screen, screen recording yeah. at that point, which I don't think was a big yeah. thing in 2008 yet. Which is maybe why my little sex tape, no one's seen it. There's a video of me sucking like four dicks at the E. No. What's precinct. No, it wasn't precinct. It wasn't a club. It's where you buy all the, where the go-go boys for the Eagle. Rough trade. Their, rough trade. And it still hasn't come out. I've talked about it. People have looked for it. I don't know where it is, but I saw mm. it one time. Right. Who took it? Uh, one of the four or five people that was there. Were you in drag? No. Out of drag, they went to the go-go boys. That's rude. From... The to Eagle, be out of drag to film. The club oh. closed. Everyone went. No, I knew it was about the camera. I could oh. see the light. Everyone went to go take the clothes off. And I was friends with the guy that had dressed them. So I went to go hang out and keep drinking. And then I just started sucking all of their dicks. That's fun. Yeah. And that Good doesn't exist anymore. And then the other time something like that happened was at Big Fat Dick, which doesn't happen anymore. And it was in the back, and some guy was sucking two dicks, and I was in full drag, so I wanted to get a picture in front of it. And I posted it, and he got very upset about it. Fair. It Was it? <laughs> was it? Because he knew that there was a camera back there. Your head. <laughs> the Jaguars got it. Um, the weirdest thing I had when I was doing it, though, was a man who had some kind of, like, laughing gas fetish. Have you ever heard of this? Yes. What's the deal with that? But I don't know. So, he he made me pretend to be a super hero, and he was a super villain that had tied me up and was using laughing gas on me. And so whenever he typed, he just held down the letter S on the keyboard. I can't see this man or anything, of course, but you can just see the S coming through, and that's the sound of his gas being released. And I had to laugh hysterically until I came. Wait, is it the... <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, that's insane. Is really it the weird, laughing right? Laughing gas? Yeah, it was or laughing the gas. Laughing. Is I the I don't know. I guess the laughing, but it was. It felt like I was meeting a few fetishes kind of tied together because yeah. there was like a superhero like bondage a thing. Book. There was a. There was. And did you make yourself come? I can always make myself come. One thing about me, <laughs> I always come. come. That's what I say too. I can yeah. always make it happen, yeah. whether I like you or not. Yeah. Now, um, that reminded me. Remember the uh, superhero? You're blowing past this already. Well, no, I just wanted to say I had a similar experience, except for he <laughs> wanted me to pretend to be like Lex Luthor. Uh, that's what he was doing. Him up, yeah. And so this, he was like, "Oh, I'm." St- uh, it was very funny. But I thought you hired him. I did hire him, but he had things that he needed done. <laughs> So the best thing about this story is the entrance. Oh, right. So he came 
the into house. the room through the door. It was a hotel room. And then walked over to where the window was and pretended after he got into the Superman suit mm-hmm. and then went, huh. <laughs> <laughs> like he had... <laughs> Just flown in, so he and then did a little jump and land, and I had to pretend like he came through the window, and that was the moment that I was like, "All right, this is gonna get real weird." I paid two hundred dollars for this hour; it better be worth it. Wait, did you pay for him to come as Superman? That was on his own accord. I thought he was hot, and so he was Wanted like, "If fuck. you're also into this, I also like wear escort. a Superman costume." Yeah. No, I hired the escort. He came Superman style. I think that's a bold choice for Me someone that too. you're paying. Like, unless you've explicitly asked to be part of their fantasy, they're there to give you your fantasy. He did do what I needed done too, but I uh, you to, had to play Lex. Luthor but I think that like, for like at, twenty minutes, and then it went that, back to like being just a hookup. When it's that, like, I think that's free. You know, you're you're doing each other favors. He's like, pay for 40, I think that 40, is free! Pay for 40 minutes of the Whatever. hour. Whatever. I've made so much money off of telling that story like <laughs> 17 times on five. That is so wild. I also, I'm obsessed with the way people can communicate exactly what they need. Mm. Because I feel like in relationships or when you're dating someone, or even now, like I just put on the, the like my little prompt for today's fuck talk, I was going to say like, kissing is really weird because like the last handful of guys I've kissed I felt it was like okay but like the uh-huh. kissing wasn't really good and I feel like people are bad at communicating like oh don't not so much tongue or like don't be so aggressive or whatever because when kissing is good it happens really sort of like organically with no communication yes mm-hmm. so I always find it interesting when people who are um, you know, asking for something on camera or hiring someone, they say they're like S, S means gas. Yeah, but they know exactly how to communicate what they uh-huh. want and how they want it. And how did they even find out that they wanted that? Well, we had a guy come in here and talk about erotic hypnotism, right? And he did a demonstration and he talked about something the fetish clang where it's like you may be consuming some piece of media mm-hmm. and have like a ooh, like an aha Oprah mm-hmm. moment. And it's not necessarily a sexual thing that you're watching. For anyone else, yeah. but you're going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. Yeah, so uh, clearly him like watching wire... Superman get tied up did something to him. Uh-huh. Exactly. He uh-huh. wanted that. Or he watched some old Batman thing or whatever, and uh-huh. the maniacal laugh. Uh-huh. It was like, oh, the laugh. And then he goes... What can I do to get a person to laugh for that extended period of yeah, time? Yeah, how can I control? Oh, yeah. laughing gas is the only thing that will make them want to laugh for that. Not, I told you a funny joke, mm. but you're being forced to laugh. Mm. Yeah, it all makes sense then, really. Okay. Uh, wow. Yeah, I do think... I, <laughs> wow, wow is right. Wow. Welcome to the show. Wow. 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 wow, wow, wow. Uh, it is weird that people... like. I don't feel like I know what I want. In life. So the fact that someone is like, I'm going to go and spend $100 to like pretend to laugh and gas someone. Yeah. Is is wild to me. I think think what I want is for someone to be like, you're hot. And that's so, (laughs) do you know what I mean? All right. You heard it here. Put it in the comments. You're hot. You're hot. Like I'm looking for validation. Validation in all the wrong places. Harry Chester Queen. Or all the right places. I don't know. But like. Uh, yeah. So maybe that's maybe that's what I want. I, I love don't know. It. Well, well, Crystal, 
Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. You look gorgeous. You do you're look hot. I, am I hot? You're hot. Yeah, you're hot. You're so hot. Look at those teeth. I can't believe you came out as a camboy. Now people are going to try to find it. Yeah. Well, I looked great in those. The st- <laughs> you look in the, great now. I know you're on a fitness journey now. Look at them. No, arms. but the stills, the in the stills that I have from that period, I'm like, if they came out, I wouldn't be so mad. You know, I'm not gonna. Re- I'm not gonna release <laughs> you them. Now, now people are gonna like. There's they're the never challenge. gonna find them. They're never gonna find them. Okay, and then we all flex. Damn. Ah! That's bigger than the mic. Jesus Christ. She Hulk. She. Give them the old outro. Thank you so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at SloppyPod. You can send us an email at SloppySecondsPod at gmail.com or call in with your own fuck talk story to 213-536-9180. Crystal, where can people find you? Cam4. (laughs) (laughs) Follow See You at Mimi's on Instagram if you're in London. You can follow me. Crystal will see you now. Period in between every word. Period. Period. It'll come up. And Mine as doesn't. you know, if you are a Mom Plus listener, our episodes come out unbleeped one day early, and Mom Plus listeners get this extra little bit of footage we're going to do right Five now. So if you're not on Mom Plus, bye. To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad free, and to watch our full video episodes, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, aka Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.